Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Wednesday, 27th April, 2022. Our bit today comes from Luke 15, verse 17a, which says, And when he came to himself, Now, Wednesday is looking good, but would you believe that the temperature right now is close to freezing? And there was some frost on the land last night and a few flurries a while ago. That at the end of April. But that's how it goes these days. Nothing sure and steadfast except Jesus. We need to remember that. Every day we awaken and his breath of life still flows through our body. Remember that only Jesus cares and only he has the power to do anything different. And today we are going to check out a rather interesting poem written in the early 20th century by Toronto's jail poet. That's John McDonough, who, according to a recent story in the Toronto Star newspaper, in the days leading up to Easter 1907, was fined $5 for selling his poem, The Prodigal's Return, written from real life on the streets of Toronto without a license. I guess we could call him Toronto's first poet laureate because it seems like he made a decent living from his many writings. And the jail poet name apparently came from his being incarcerated several times at the Longstaff Jail Farm, north of the city, where convicts served short sentences and did agricultural work, and then writing the very popular poem, The Man Behind the Wheelbarrow. Unfortunately, not much was known of McDonough's background, but he seemed to travel much in the province selling his work, and most of his poems have apparently been lost. It seems he spent his money on food and stuff for others. He also appeared to have addictions and mental problems and was eventually sentenced to confinement at the mental hospital at 999 Queen Street. I think it's now 1000 Queen Street. But the poem we are going to read today was published by the Star in 1907. It's aptly titled, The Prodigal's Return, with the subtitle, Written from Real Life. So please read with me. For a great many years, I wandered about, and I lived on the husks as they fell. Yes, the wages of sin, it surely is death as the Lord in his word doth us tell. Yes, I wandered about from pillar to post, and my substance in riotness spent. But the Lord followed up and laid on the stripes, no matter wherever I went. I'm the prodigal son, and I came to myself. I've been feeding the swine as of yore, but I turned about face and started for home with a heart that was bleeding and sore. My father saw me while yet afar off. He knew twas his prodigal boy. 
He fell on my neck and kissed his poor child while his heart was all flooded with joy. With the ring for my finger and a chain for my neck, my father did welcome me home. Yes, he welcomed me back, though a poor erring child, and no more from my Savior I'll roam. For I tell you, dear friends, if you sow to the wind, tis the winds you shall surely reap. For tis thus that we read in the Lord's holy word, and his word with a vengeance he'll keep. For vengeance is mine, he also had said, and he says, I will surely repay. Tis a great stubborn fact, and millions on earth are reaping the whirlwind today. So I say to you, youthful, when starting in life, trusting in Jesus, make heaven the prize. And don't ever listen to old Nick's leering voice, for he's surely the father of lies. He's an oily-tongued monster with poisonous fangs, a fact which I've proved real well. Yes, he lured me right on till I stood, my dear friends, on the verge of a fierce, yawning hell. And I say to you, aged, who are still out of Christ, tis a terrible place where you stand. The Lord in his mercy is beckoning still Oh, why not reach out for his hand? So pray for me, brothers, and pray for me, sisters, the master's great cause to maintain, and help me win souls for heaven above since I'm back to my father again. <laughs> and it's signed J.J.M. McDonough, Belleville, June 28, 1907. <laughs> Whoa, what more can I say, friends? I like it, a sermon in poem form. He hit all the right spots in Jesus' parable of the prodigal son found in Luke 15, 11 to 32. And he certainly knew God's word better than many of us do today. I like how he talks about spending his substance in riotness and then living on the husks as they fell, referring to the prodigal son after wasting his wealth on riotous living, feeding pigs in a foreign land, the lowest state a Jewish person could ever come to. Jesus said it does, and he would fain that's gladly have filled his belly with the husks or carob pods that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And that's taken from Luke 15, 16. But please note what McDonough says. But the Lord followed up and laid on the stripes no matter wherever I went. Our friends, our wonderful God allows us to roam freely, but at a price. And if we are lucky, blessed and wise, we'll reach the point like Jesus said. And when he came to himself, my people, so many of us in these tempestuous and turbulent times so badly need to come to ourselves and realize that Jesus is the only way to go and accept him as Lord and Savior like the prodigal son finally did. When he says, how many hired hands 
or hired servants of my fathers have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger, I will arise and go to my father. And he arose and came to his father. And that comes from Luke 15, 7b to 18a, and also 20a. And I like how McDonough puts it. But I turned about face and started for home with a heart that was bleeding and sore. Yes, my friends, that's where Jesus excels in healing wounded and broken hearts, of giving comfort to the comfortless. He's the master of that. He's Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. And please remember the great invitation of Matthew 11, 28 to 30. So if today you're wounded and hurting and needing comfort, then the best place to turn is to Jesus. He will never turn you away. For remember too, that's who he came to save, the sick and the hurt and wounded. And just like the prodigal, when you come to Jesus, he knows all about you. As McDonough says, my father saw me while yet afar off. He knew twas his prodigal boy. He fell on my neck and kissed his poor child while his heart was all flooded with joy. Oh, my people. And that's the exact reaction that Jesus has when we come to him. He knows us because he's been keeping watch over us all the time just waiting for us to come to our senses. And oh, the joy that flows in heaven when we come to him. Listen to Jesus on the subject now. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over ninety and nine just or upright persons which need no repentance. And that's taken from Luke 15, 7. Yes, friends, there is indeed great joy in heaven when the lost is found, when the wayward comes home and those living in darkness see the light. And it's our job to help those who don't know Jesus and his marvelous attributes to see the light, see the error of their ways and turn to him for succor, salvation and eternal life. And for those of us who are sincerely trying to do that, let's go home now declaring, sure, you believe I spell declaring right? Oh, sorry, I spell it wrong. Uh, we forget declaring though, yes? We're just going to go home declaring our Wednesday wheel, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. All together now, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Oh yes, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And now a gentle reminder to us all, friends. If we endure unto the end, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or imagine. Whoa, 
That means enduring to the end, my people. Much love. And the postscript for today says, even when we walk, walk away from Jesus, he keeps us in his sights, patiently waiting for our prodigal return. And that's the gospel truth, people. When we walk away from Jesus, he doesn't forget about us. He just lets us go and keeps us there looking at us and waiting for us to come back. And when, he come, when we come back, he just opens his arms with joy, runs and kisses us, and the whole of heaven rejoices that we will come back home. So please, let's remember all of that now. Let's get together. Let's live for Jesus because it's the only way to go on this evil and ungodly world. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.